the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, this is Jennifer, and this is a place where we want the Bible to come alive for you. Prayer is real, and stories from other women will inspire us to keep going on this journey toward God. And so I have Sharon Kissel with us, and she has been with us, but this is a very special day because we are going to talk about revival. We're going to talk about Catalyst for Columbus. So welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's such an honor to be here. It's a real privilege. You know, you are the project manager for Catalyst for Columbus. We want to learn all we can in this segment about prayer and revival. Okay. So go for it. Sounds wonderful. You know, Jennifer, I actually... You know, the church I was raised in, we really didn't, we did prayers really from a book. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know a lot about prayer. So my journey into learning about prayer has been very interesting. I know I mentioned in another segment we had that my brother had been miraculously yes. healed. And during that time, I was still just, you know, praying to myself, me to God. I hadn't learned to pray in groups or mm-hmm. with others and didn't understand the power of that. In fact, I have kind of a funny story. I had a neighbor that said, I think we're supposed to start praying together for you know, oh. different things, which, what a blessing. So she would come over and um, we would make these lists of things we should pray for. And then, but we wouldn't pray at the time. Like <laughs> just she would go home to. and pray <laughs> and I would pray here. It's a start. It was a start, right? I mean, we were, yeah. we were agreeing in yes. prayer, but that learning to pray out loud. It's a was, big step. It was, it's a big it step, is. you know. Um, How do you encourage someone that has never prayed out loud? To just go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you are hearing from God and and you're not going to say the wrong thing mm-hmm. and nobody's going to judge you. That the You have to trust really that the Holy Spirit's moving in the room. He is. He's there and he's prompting the prayers that the Lord wants said. And just to learn to just rest in that, that it's really, it's not about us and what we say. It's really about, you know, letting the Spirit of God flow and using the scriptures and Making sure it's grounded in that. We don't have to have fancy words. No, we not can just at all. talk to them the way we talk to anyone. Yeah, because prayer is mm-hmm. really just conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're asking something or requesting something. Sometimes in healing prayer, you're doing those command prayers, but mm-hmm. like Jesus did. But yeah. So, what's it like to be in a group prayer? I love group prayer because what I've come to realize is that when the body of Christ gathers, mm-hmm. that the gifts of the Holy Spirit start flowing. And that everyone in that meeting has something significant and important that the Lord wants to release through them. Yeah. And so, for instance, you know, one person might get a scripture to just kind of give a grounding. Mm -hmm. And that's where it starts. And everyone in the group then starts to get a word for this or that. And it just naturally flows into these, you know, powerful moves as we pray over our city Right. You know, I know there's like mom groups that pray Mm -hmm. for kids schools or, you know, different type of groups. Are there is there purpose in prayer? Should the group have like one main purpose or or can you just pray about anything? 
I think it's important to have both. Mm-hmm. You know, at Catalyst, we have both. We have groups that pray for schools, groups that pray for learning extension mm-hmm. centers, groups that pray for revival groups, really that just gather to listen to see what God wants to do in our city and how we should it's kind of discerning prayer, what directions we should take. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think all different kinds are important to do. Well, and even if you're not ready for a group, you could find just one prayer partner. Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend, she had the same prayer partner for 22 years, but they prayed about everything. I just think, a- ask some of your Christian friends, begin asking around if you don't have someone, right? And at least find a prayer partner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And those, you know, those prayer partner friendships, I had one for the years I was a stay-at-home mom and you know, when we just supported and encouraged one another and we would start out praying for our families and I'm sure her prayers are many of the reasons I had, mm-hmm. you know, so many good things happen in my family. And you and could probably pick right up together and pray. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you anything. know, when we see each other, it's like, yeah. let's pray. Exactly. Prayer is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you see that God might want to do something powerful through revival in this season absolutely. and time? Absolutely. I mean, it is God's heart that prayer be answered. Mm. You know, it, it's, there's an expectation mm-hmm. that we're going to pray. And, you know, Jesus said, when you pray. Yes. But there's that expectation we're going to because God longs to answer prayer. And yes, in our city, we are already seeing it. You know, obviously Catalyst for Columbus was founded. It started as a prayer movement and prayer is still the heart of it. Prayer yes. is what carries it. You know, we would never stop the prayer piece. Mm-hmm. That's the foundation. <laughs> it's the foundation. It's the rock. And sometimes, you know, you think, oh, I want God to do this or I want, but he's waiting for us to ask him. He's waiting for us to invite him into any situation, whether it's your home or a, something as great as a city and nation or even other nations around the world. He's just waiting. And I think he accepts so many invitations. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Absolutely. What are some of the things that Catalyst would pray for revival for, for a city, a large city like we have? Oh, there are many things. Um, we, we work in so many different areas. Um, one of them, obviously, we pray for these learning extension centers. Mm-hmm. We pray for kids in the schools. We pray for families. We pray for the churches and the pastors oh, and the staff serving in churches. You. you know, they're on the front lines. And really a big part of what we do is just try to come alongside them and support them and equip them. We have a discipleship initiative. We really think in this season the Lord is calling the body of Christ to disciple. Yes. And so we have prayer around discipleship. We have prayer around evangelism Mm. um, in the city. And really prayer for the the lost, just, Mm. you know, the hearts of the lost to be receptive. and, And prayer even for those who are, you know, bringing oppression because God desires none should perish but all should come to faith. And so... I mean, our prayers have no limits for mm. we. The, God wants shalom and he wants it for every person in the city and, you know, total for, peace and wholeness. Yeah, exactly. We pray for forgiveness. We pray for racial reconciliation, mm. you know, generational reconciliation, political reconciliation, you know, that, that people would be united, that we would understand we are all made in the image of God. I love the big picture prayers. Sometimes mm. we think, Maybe it's just about my parking spot or I need a better lunch menu for the week or, or these little things. And I think God's okay with all of all of that. But we need to, at a certain point, mature in our prayer life to where we pray about these big things. I mean, you're talking about praying for schools or reconciliation. Those are huge. Yeah, they are. And the neat thing is, 
you know, as we expand our prayers to these bigger things, we see God answer more. Mm-hmm. You know, there is this beautiful dynamic of he is moving and he is answering. And you realize just the significance that prayer has to change not only, you know, my current situation, my family, you know, my church, my city, but the nation and the world. Yes. I think he wants us to enter into that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you go in faith and what else? I mean, do you have any other tools like the word of God or, or what do you actually in practicality? Yeah. What would it look like to pray for something so large? We, um, we try to always have a foundation in scripture. I mean, first, the first thing we do obviously is invite the Holy spirit to lead and guide the meeting. And very often there's just this foundation. There's always scripture involved Mm. praying and declaring scripture, you know, praying and just numbers six, um, that blessing, the Aaron blessing, Mm. you know, just even just declaring that blessing over the city is so important. And where it says, you know, the Lord bless you and keep you, you can just fill in the different names of God, you know, Yahweh Rophe, God, your healer, bless you and keep you if you're in need of healing. You know, the God of the breakthrough, bless you and keep you. There's just, there's so much power in simply just blessing also. Mm-hmm. And then worship, worship is a piece. Oh, absolutely. So many of our prayer groups also just have a worship component to it where we just sit in the presence of God. We are all, as children of God, we are a kingdom of priests and we worship mm-hmm. You know, we are on that altar in front of the Lord, called to be there, to minister to him and to release into the world what he wants released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a pastor's wife, I love the prayers that you pray for churches and for pastors and their wives and all the ministry leaders, because I think that they're on the front lines and there's so much pressure <laughs> that we feel every day. And so I think that's another really encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I until, you know, I got closer to the church and worked in the church for a period of time. I never understood how pastors and their wives, they literally give their entire lives Mm -hmm. and people have no idea. They work Mm -hmm. day and night. They have no idea that the many issues they deal with in any one day. I have so much appreciation for, you know, just the leaders in the church and just so want them encouraged. And I just have a constant prayer for God to refresh them, to renew them, to yes. lead them, you know, and yes, pray for your leaders and mm-hmm. your pastors. It's almost like holding back this flood wall that they take a place to really push back the darkness in a city, you know, mm-hmm. a spiritual stance. <laughs> yeah. As it says in Ephesians six, take your stand. Mm-hmm. They are on the front mm-hmm. lines of the battle, you know, and as, as members of the congregation, we get to come alongside like the men who came alongside Moses and held up his hands. Mm-hmm. Our prayers get to come alongside and hold up our pastors. Well, I'll tell us quickly. We have like 20 seconds. What 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 are you guys going to do this summer? Is there- this summer catalyst. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. We're going to have a tent, tent revivals Ooh. in the city. Wow. And we're going to um, have prayer and worship. We want prayer and worship to take place in every park where we partner with local churches to to take a park and so they could be a worship. part of that exactly is it catalyst columbus dot 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 com dot com there yeah. you go search out catalyst and be a part of revival and prayer this city needs it every city actually in our nation needs it and you can be a part you can be a part through prayer well we are so glad that you have been part of the show today thank you so much for listening you know simply for women is a place where we want you to simply be 
Simply be with God. Be encouraged. And if you want to learn more about this show or if you have a prayer request, we want to pray for you. So go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for listening. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.